And welcome, it's a flat racing guru. Right, Royal Ascot today. Right, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? If those have been on the website on Tuesday, or Monday night in fact, 10 o'clock at Monday night when the first tips went up, I made a big story about overwatering the track. Every year is the same. You never ever get firm ground on the first day. So basically, I think Wesley Ward has been robbed of two winners by the clock of the course. I mean, well, I think what's happened, if you look at the racetrack at Royal Ascot this week, they've been finishing really tired. And it's supposed to be good to firm ground. And if you look at all the races, a lot of the races, the, those at the front of the race, they've been tiring. Just lay it on enough to say that it's very taxing. It's a bit like Tapita. You know, when the you can't ride a, a race from the front on Tapita. You've got to come from behind. I mean, you, the really smart horses on the all-weather can ride the races on the Tapita. But... um you know, you're, you know, you're under 100 rated, 90 rated, even the struggle would go from the front on the old, you know, the tapita because it's a very taxing surface. And that is what the ground on Tuesday at Royal Ascot and Wednesday reminded me of. Tapita, you, you just can't ride a race from the front. Um, and that is because you've got uh, the water table underneath the ground is very high. So you've got a lot of water underneath the ground and on top you've got a nice firm, tiny firm bit of grass, uh, ground which is like one or two inches of ter uh, soil that's quite firmish. But underneath that it's all soft so there's a massive cushion. Then you've got a big lush, you know, six or seven inches of lush grass on top of that. So the horse is basically slamming into the ground and it's basically meeting the cushion. I mean, it's lovely and safe for a horse, yes. But if you're, if you're a front runner, like Wesley Ward's two-year-olds, you're going to tire just at the end of the race. And that's what's been happening. It's exactly like Tapita. Now, what I've told you about the watering. Now, let's get on with this bit. Now, we'll go race one, Norfolk Stakes, group two. And this is um, th Thursday, by the way, the 17th of June. This is the day my point of overwatering British race tracks, British race tracks after a few hot days, and then we are bound to get rain. I said it in my day one write up, and today it is forecast massive dark thunderclouds. Well, actually, it absolutely teamed down at Royal Ascot last night, so that's Thursday morning, two a.m., three a.m. Um, Forecast massive dark clouds and low pressure smack bang over the southeast of England. The clock has already this week created two different biases, which he has, by overwatering one part of the track. If you've seen it, they were high on Tuesday and then they went low on Wednesday. Biases on the straight course, by the way. Biases over the week. One part then trying to make more fair obviously he's been putting water on the the bias and then it's making it worse on the other side so you're cancelling it out basically you're just trying to fit um round you know round um pegs into a square pool by this time um by putting more water on four side high numbers which were problem day one bias this is just one old shit show from the clerks of the courses but they are so respected, nothing ever happens. 
If I was an Ascot owner, I'd be furious, especially Wesley Ward's owners. The watering has cost Wesley Ward two winners, I believe, because of the top. The top is quite firm, which I've already explained. But under the soil, the water table is high, meaning there is deep, a deep cushion which is taxing the horses. This is false ground created by the clock, numb nuts. I am calling him. Also, I watch TV for an hour on Tuesday, Wednesday, before, oh God, the lie TV, before I simply had to turn it off. The utter snobbery of these guys just sickened me. I, I don't watch um, terrestrial racing. Uh, I, I, you know, watch the, um, I watch the, the paid for channels, you know, the paid, the premium um, horse racing channels. But I hadn't watched that. I, I don't really watch ITV, but I, I watched it for an hour on Tuesday and I couldn't watch it no more. These egotistical nobodies who couldn't pick a winner if you gave them a crystal ball were really starting to get right up my nose with their snobbish back pattern and arse licking. I have never even heard of this Ed Chamberlain. Who the heck is this guy? Question mark. Been racing 35 years and I've never even heard of him. He's just, as an owner, handicapped in Britain. Who's Ed Chamberlain? I've never ever heard him in racing in my life. Where's this guy come from? What I, honestly, I don't watch uh, mainstream TV, so I watch all the premium pay for horse racing channels. Like Racing UK, Teletrack, um, NRYA in America. Um, but I've never even heard of this Ed Chamberlain. So obviously I found out he's Sky Sports guy or something like that. But I've never seen him in racing in my life. So I don't know him. Obviously all the rest of them. The little Jason Weaver and that. Um, the Weaver Shark. I know him. Like, can he, can he blow up buddies? Well, it's the, the, the whole show's just making them into a snob. And that Johnny Murtaugh as well. They're just try, turning into snobs. Get off ITV, man. It's run by the ultra-mega elite rich. They're just people... The, 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 the brainwashing is... Anyway, let's get on with this. And I have never heard of him. As an owner handicap in Britain already said that. This is what you call white privilege. Who are these people? This is exactly what I'm saying. They're always complaining about diversity, diversity, diversity. But you look, go on the website and look at the board, all white. Oh, is we're diverse? Why diverse? What they mean is the white woman, uh, middle class, who was brought up in the south of England, went to Oxford or Cambridge. That's what they call diversity. Right. These are the lunatics that are running our society today. Right. Have you ever heard of him? Oh, I've got that right. Any type of job in the horse race. Right, this is what. I have never heard of him. As a, right, to get any type of job in the horse race in media in Britain, you have to be one brown nurse performing seal. Of course, you had to live in the southeast of England and have an annoying plummy accent, which sounds like you have a peg up on your nose and a carrot stuck up your arse. When do when they do pick a winner, they all go on as if it's their best handicappers on earth. When they're not, they couldn't tie my boots at handicapping winners. I mean, come on, lads, get on my website. I pick more winners than anybody ever known. Winner, winner, winner! They're even close to the stables than I am, and they wouldn't give the public any real info if they did. 
Right, this is called liability, so they might give you a little sniff of carrot of one winner, but they'll, they'll throw seven losers in there to make up the liabilities for the bookmakers. You've got millions of people watching ITV, it's all liabilities. They're not going to give you 25 to 1 winners for millions of people at the back. It's just impossibility, they'd be bust. But they do make millions by giving you losers. They'll give you a carrot and then take it away by giving you seven losers. But you'll be so full of... Um, what is it called Stockholm Syndrome like a loving your abuser that you'll think it's great anyway 7 losers to 1 winner it just seems it just leaves me wanting to go back with the lads and lasses in South Africa and the US those guys who talk to you like a human being and respect your work unlike this lot we have in the UK utter pompous morons the best handicappers in the UK are nowhere near the media because they don't want winners. They want losers. It makes them money with your affiliates. I just call. I just can't. It's not. I just cannot sit next to those guys for long in the bar. I'd have to leave. The patter is shite and embarrassing. These guys must be so driven by material objects. Honestly, Royal Ascot after two days is getting right on my nerves. And the racing is turning out to look like strangeness of results. It's the same faces who can't win on handicap, but suddenly the horse does what was never done after reaching peak fitness last four year olds and older. So what I'm saying is, right, I tipped that Indy Angel for the guineas. As a three year old, now it's a four year old, so we're going back two years. Now, this horse is highly tried, right? This horse is highly tried. Now, I picked yesterday, I picked Lady Bothorp. Now, Lady Bothorp on the ratings, it was 222 plus, man. It cannot get beat. The only horse that beat it was that Queen Power thing, which was close up on it last time. You mean, you're talking Palace Pier form, just behind Palace Pier. There is no way on earth in the Angel is coming anywhere near that type of form before. And it's now a four-year-old. So why hasn't it ever run that to that? To the market run yesterday, ever before, even in the Guineas. Tell me why. It's impossibility. Right, what are they doing? What's going on? Did they stop Lady Bothorpe? Because I tipped it as a big bet. Because I had me money on it. Did they stop it? Obviously, I'm sour grapes and all that. But just as a handicapper, it cannot win. It's highly tried. What have they done now? What it couldn't do all the previous races? Plus, Lady Bothorpe was massively improving way past that form. How can Lady Bothorpe get beat? It's... Well, we could blame the ground. We could blame the ground. Because that type of ground, what's being created, a false ground, could that be the ground in the angel likes and thrives on? And that, that means when other horses are tiring, this horse can really pick up. That's the only other thing, and one other thing I can think of, which involves needles, and I don't want to go there. So... That's the only thing that can make this horse in the Asian improve past Lady Bothorpe on any known handicapper's form. Come on, and when you say, oh, it was a great performance and all that, you've got to look at all of the past performance, you've got to look at the trainer, and you've got to look at the, you know, the, the jockey and everything, and their past history and this type of thing, and they, they do keep coming up with these winners when they've never ever done it before. Obviously, it's a top stable, and they, they just get past all I can do it because he's a top trainer, you know. But something's happened to that. If that Indian Angel can't win now, it, 
that so now for what we're saying is Indy Angel is the best four-year-old filly in the world practically after yesterday. Now if this Indy Angel doesn't follow on, we know what's been going on, don't we? So let's get on to today's tips. And I already thought about the soft ground and the rain well before last night. So while everyone's scrambling for their tips. Now I've deliberately kept the website closed this morning because I don't want you all getting on to me tips, right? I just want a few of you, right? So we'll get on to it and I, these are going to be on, um, on what is it, YouTube later on, Flat Racing Go to UK YouTube channel. Uh, but I'm closing the website off, right? I'm just going to go on the podcast, give you the tips. If you listen to the podcast, you get the tips. If you don't listen, you don't get the tips. And I've already put in the soft ground. Because I think any any slight rain, any slight rain on fair, good to firm would not change it. But on this type of ground, well, I see the high water levels and he's been high in water on the clock. And the slightest bit of rain will change the ground. They'll have the description good at the start of racing, but it won't be good. It'll be good to soft. I am guaranteeing you it will be good to soft today if not worse so i've already factored this in tip race one right race one i've got little earl and go bears number eight little earl and go go bears number three race two it's a hampton court group three class one what have i got for right i've got one ruler five to one each way exotics i've got rastafarian each way and pythagoras each way and not rebella Notre Bell Bella, which is like 40 to 1. Go 24 units on the trifecta and 12 units in the forecast. On that race 3, number 3 Irish start to win or each way. 5 Dubai Fountain. Um, trifecta Gloria Mundi. Right? Box 8, sorry not 8. Box 3, 5 and 7 in race 3. So that's Arista. Dubai Fountain and Gloria Mundi and box three, five and seven, six forecasts, six tricasts and three three small singles each way because there's some good places and I do think one of them will go cut first and the other two will get placed. Right, Spanish Mission, what's this, race four, the Gold Cup, right, the special bet, Stratavarius not to be placed. Now this is going on based on my... Um, it's just based on my profiling of this trainer. When it comes to the big race, he's been winning this goal a couple lot of time. But this Stratovarius is getting a lot of um, press. Now the last three horses that got a lot of press from this yard, like um, what was it? the um, the Racing Post Trophy? Um, this was seven year, five years ago. Uh, what was the horse called again? Um, I'll remember it soon. Um, and obviously the arc high profile a load of in the press and now even though Stratovarius has won this race before right this when it's really big money to be won by the public this outfit gets beat i'm not saying he's going to get beat today but i'm telling you you've got to watch your bet when there's a lot of um focus on this trainer's horses and there's a lot of money on the horse. Right, in my profile settings, I've got three or four times when it's really been important. 
Even though they win big races, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the massive races where there's massive, massive media coverage and there's massive amounts of money. And that's the key. Massive amounts of money on the horse. It gets beat. Right? Now that's in my profiling. Now, race five, the Britannia Stakes, I haven't done yet. So, what you have to do is go onto the um, YouTube later on around 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and it'll have, I'll have race five, race six, and race seven up. Okay? Or I might open the website up www.frguk.com and go to UK Tips. Right? So, what do you think of that then? A little bit of a story there, but oh, come on, give us a break. Ah, a little bit of mental coming on strong. Flat Richard Guru coming along. A little bit of mental in the place. Flat Richard Guru's jumping off his face. Little bit of mental potty stroke. Kick it to the beat to the maximum. Little bit of mental in the place. Kick to the Guru, he's in the place.